Hey everyone, Merry Christmas. We're so excited you joined us right now for our Christmas edition of Merry Christmas from the Donahue family to you. Truly, we're very excited that you joined us and uh, you know, it might have been kind of rough for you so far and we just thought it would be a great idea for all of us to come together and we just want to just pump whatever excitement or joy we can to you. And so I hope you're glad with that. I want to take this time and introduce my crew to you. So we're going to start down here at my left. This is our son, Michael Donahue. So we're so excited he's with us. And his brand new bride, Elizabeth Donahue. So we're so thrilled. They drove in from Baton Rouge to be with us. Our beautiful daughter, Hannah Rose Marie, is with us. And then to my right, my handsome, incredible husband, uh, Mike Sr. So we're so thrilled. I just realized these are beautiful, handsome, and wonderful people as well. I'm giving all these adjectives. But last but not least, I don't know if you can see, we have Cooper Donahue. I don't know if he's in the shot. He's on the ground there, and he's very lively right now. <laughs> but he's very relaxed on this set, and he has his little Christmas uh, scarf on for you. But uh, like I said, we just want to come into your home and say Merry Christmas. We have a special little message for you today, and um, we're each going to take a portion of it. But we're going to be coming out of Isaiah 9-6. You probably have had it on your Christmas cards, and, you know, like I say, maybe again you're thinking, you know, I don't know if I'm into that, you know, COVID and, and uh, the elections, and maybe we can get your mind off of that for just a little bit, all right? Here's what Isaiah 9-6 says, for unto us... A child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And here's what he'll be called, and this is where we're going to break this down. He'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the Prince of Peace. And so at this time, I'm going to turn to Hannah, who's going to take the portion of Wonderful Counselor. Hannah? Hey, everyone. So I was thought it was funny because my mom let us choose which words we wanted to talk about. And my brother chose Prince of Peace, and it came to my dad and I. My mom chose hers, and my dad and I were kind of like, oh, we'll pick, you know, whatever one you want us to have, we'll do. And it just so happens that I have wonderful counselor, and I was laughing, talking to my mom, thinking I've been praying about certain things for 2021 and wanting answers from the Lord. So how ironic the way that God works is that I'm the one studying Wonderful Counselor for today. But it was really cool because I was looking at some different translations and some Bibles will have Wonderful, comma, Counselor, and then others will have Wonderful Counselor together. And I thought, okay, cool, I'm going to kind of break down the version that's Wonderful, comma, Counselor so we can learn about what Wonderful means in reference to the Lord, and then also the counselor part of that. So I was studying that wonderful in Hebrew is called Pala, P-A-L-A, and it means a phenomenon lying outside of the realm of human explanation, hmm. that which is separated from the normal course of events. And that is an explanation of the Lord that literally this translation was saying that we sometimes can't even explain in human words how wonderful the Lord is. And, and this pastor was saying, sometimes we're like, oh, this day was wonderful. This, he was talking about Thanksgiving, like the turkey was wonderful. But really, if you actually study what the word wonderful means, you almost can't even explain um, 
the in human words for someone to understand actually what wonderful is. Mm. And Isaiah explained that the coming of Christ, Jesus coming as a baby, would be a wonder. And this not only describes what he does, but it describes who Jesus is. So I thought that was really powerful for us to just look at Jesus Christ, who we serve, is a wonder in and of itself. Hmm. Um, So I thought that was really cool. And then counselor, this was really interesting because I was thinking, oh, counselor in the modern day of what we think, like a therapist and someone that we go to, which Jesus is that, of course. But this one um, sermon that I was reading says that counselor in this context could also mean a military strategist, Mm. an extraordinary strategist, that Jesus will be an extraordinary strategist able to deliver his people from hopeless situations. And so I I know, isn't that good? That's real good. (laughs) And it's funny because the article that I was reading, the sermon this lady wrote 13 years ago, and how applicable is it to today's time Mm -hmm. as well? Um, But she said, Jesus is a counselor that specializes in situations that we cannot handle on our own. Mm -hmm. So I thought, how... Oh, Coop's waking up. (laughs) I thought how amazing that Jesus is. Not only the counselor that we go to like a therapist, but he's also like the head um, strategist. Strategist. (laughs) Strategist. Yeah. (laughs) Head strategist in our lives. And it made me think of a military captain that soldiers look to their captain when they go in a certain situation because they know their captain is the wisest person for that situation. Mm. So I thought, and that is God in our lives. He is the head captain going into our lives and into our situation. And I loved what she said. She said, he has a better plan, a winning strategy, an unexplainable strength because he actually got down off of his throne in heaven and became one of us. And he understands what you and I experience as a human being in a fallen world because he's been here. Mm. So I thought, how encouraging is that for us? And the last thing is that they noted Psalms 38 verse 2 verses 8 and 9. And I'm going to pull it up in the Passion Translation because I love the Passion. But the Passion says, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. So do not make it difficult and do not be stubborn when I take you where you have not been before. Mm. And don't make me tug you along and pull you along. Just come with me. So I thought how comforting to know that God is not only wonder in our lives, something that we almost can't explain but we're thankful for, but also he's the counselor, yes, as a therapist, but also the head counsel of our lives directing us. And sometimes, I know I do, we just need to sit back and say, okay, God, I'm not going to be stubborn. I'm literally just going to go along and follow you because ultimately I really want to go where he's leading me in my life. Hmm. Wow. Wow, those are awesome. So wonderful, Counselor. And you know, uh, what we're doing, uh, you know, just think about these terms. These are attributes of God, right? These are attributes for you to just sit and ponder and think about and go over to get your eyes maybe off of, like I said, the COVIDs and the elections and anything else you might be going through. So Hannah, that was fabulous. Hannah did wonderful, Counselor. The next part of Isaiah 9, 6 is mighty God, and I'll take that part. Mighty God is El Gabor. The Hebrew word Gabor means strong and mighty. It's a word depicting bravery, courage, and action. 
or majesty, the mighty God. These are attributes of God. And like I said before, maybe COVID or the election or something has just gotten to you. And hopefully you can take some of these attributes of God, the real reason of Christmas, and start to go over them for yourself. But he's the mighty God. It's a picture of a warrior and a champion. There's a scripture that says, the Lord your God is in your midst. He's a victorious warrior. He will exalt over you with joy. He'll quiet you in his love. He'll rejoice over you with shouts of joy. Mighty God, a divine warrior who conquers every foe. And you got to know that this is who our God is, especially like I keep saying with all that's going on in the world today, he conquers every foe from thought realm to sickness to he conquers it for you, your past, your present, your future. He's mighty God, a mighty warrior. Couple scriptures to just uh, uh, dig it deeper. Psalm 45, three, gird thy sword on thy thigh. O mighty one, Gibor, there's our word again, in thy splendor and majesty. Here's another one. Um, in Deuteronomy 10, 17, Moses refers to the Lord, your God, who is in your midst, the Lord of Lords, the great and mighty one. See how they're all through the Bible. This word Gabor is all throughout the Bible that he's our mighty God. In an almost identical description, we see Nehemiah referring to God as the great and the mighty Gabor God. He's awesome to be feared. He keeps covenant and loving kindness, it says. And one more scripture, just to define the mighty God. The psalmist says, who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. There's our Gabor word. The Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Lift them up, O ancient doors. The king of glory may come in. Who is the king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Selah, the mighty God. It sounds like we're repeating it a lot, but we are because it's all throughout the Bible and it's important that you know he is a warrior, a conqueror for you. It's another uh, description of God. He's a wonderful counselor. He's your mighty God. And now we'll go to my husband next. He is the everlasting father. Here we go, Mike. Thank you. And he is our everlasting father. Everlasting means forever. It means eternal. He was my father before I was born. He's my father currently through all my life, and he's going to be my father in the life everlasting. You know, my wife and I have both been fortunate to grow up with loving fathers, wonderful fathers, fathers who provide for us, who provided for us, who loved us, who cared for us, who protected us, who corrected us when we went astray. I know that's hard to believe, <laughs> but we did go astray a few times. <clears throat> but the interesting thing is that our Heavenly Father can be the same for each one of us. If you've grown up without a father, you can still have a father who cares for you. Mm. You can have a father who loves you. You can have a father who protects you. You can have a father who provides for you. And that's our Heavenly Father mm -hmm. through Jesus Christ. You know, one of the amazing um, aspects of our Heavenly Father is that He's constant. He never changes. He says what He does, and He does what He says. And we can all take comfort in that. And, and you can have that comfort as well, no matter what your circumstance is, whether uh, you have circumstances that you've grown up without a father, you have a history of issues, 
no matter what circumstance you're in right now, you can take comfort that your Heavenly Father can be there to comfort you. He can provide for you. He can guide you. He can protect you. He can correct you as well. But He'll be there always. And the interesting thing is His love for us is everlasting. It won't change. You can have a Father's love now through the rest of your life, and you can count on that love and for the rest of eternity. And that's available to each one of us through Jesus Christ. The, um, the amazing part about this season is that we celebrate the birth of Jesus, but we also can celebrate the relationship that we can have with an everlasting Father. And what I'd like to communicate to you today is He is everlasting. And once you've developed that relationship with you, it's not a relationship that's based on what you say or what you do, looking for his approval. You have his approval. He's looking for your, wanting to have a relationship with him. And when you do develop that relationship, the, the amazing part of that is no one, no one can ever take that away from you. You'll have that through the rest of your life and you'll have that through eternity. So that's who I'm talking about. My, my everlasting father is our everlasting father, and he can also be your everlasting father. Hmm. Aren't these good folks? Now we'll have Michael do Prince of Peace. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Prince of Peace, and uh, as Hannah said earlier when she opened up, um, our mom sent us an email a while back and asked us to pick uh, one of the four ways that Jesus described in the book of Isaiah. And I responded pretty quickly and said, I want to talk about Prince of Peace. Um, I don't really know why. I don't have a good explanation of why I selected that, the, the Prince of Peace. But it jumped off the page and was like, okay, I want to do that one. And so uh, when she asked us to, to give our own description of what it means to us, I I like to do a lot of word searches myself, and so I first started with uh, how often is the word, just the word peace mentioned in the Bible, and Cooper's uh, <laughs> going to exit for this little piece. But, um, for the word peace is mentioned 329 times in the Bible, Wow! and the, the interesting part for me, of those 329 times, the most times it's mentioned is in the book of Isaiah. 30 times it's mentioned. Hmm. And so the Hebrew word uh, used for peace in the Old Testament is shalom. Um, and so the, the scripture can, can be read as, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, <clears throat> Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, or Prince of Shalom. Hmm. And shalom means completeness or wholeness. And as you go and read in the New Testament, the New Testament word for peace is the Greek word, I'm going to box this, erene, mm -hmm. um, and it, it means the same thing, or it can be defined as unity or accord, and so as I kind of just sat and marinated with what those words mean and how it describes Jesus as the Prince of Peace, um, I started to think of, okay, when Jesus was on his earth doing his ministry, how many times, or like how often did he offer peace in his teachings? or conversations that he had apostles and disciples. Um, and he did talk about it a couple of times, like when he's talking to big congregations, um, saying, I'm here to bring peace to you all. 
but the, the most fascinating thing I found is after his resurrection, when he appears to his, his disciples, is the only time when he talks to his disciples, he says it three times, you can look at it, in, I think it's in John 20, when he says, peace be with you, it's the first thing he says when he appears to the disciples, and then he reiterates it, and he says, peace be with you, as I have been sent here, now I'm sending you out. And so I, I sat with that for a while and thought, okay, that's pretty profound. Why would those be his first four words he's going to say to the disciples? And it kind of came full circle with me, like as God the Father sent Jesus down to earth to be our uh, restorer of completeness and wholeness with our relationship with God the Father, he fulfilled what he was sent to do in rising from the dead. And now... The gap that was there from sin has been abolished, and we can now have that complete whole relationship with God the Father that uh, wasn't there before Jesus came. And so he showed up, and now he says, all right, it's done. I've done what I've, what I've came here to do. It's finished. It's complete. You are now whole. Now go offer that to everyone else you talk to as you venture through the rest of his life before you join me in eternity. And so I was thinking like, okay, that's pretty awesome. What, how does he offer peace to us? And really to, to break it down very easily in three different ways, when we enter into that relationship and our relationship with God is completed and is made whole through him as the mediator to God the Father, we find uh, peace with others, peace with ourselves, and then ultimately peace with God. And it's reflected in, um, in Ephesians 2.14, where he says, For he himself is our peace, who has made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility. So now we can have that relationship with God um, that was meant to be there from the beginning. Hmm. Good. My goodness. Good I know our camera people are going, wow. Now which camera might just tell me which camera to go on? Right here. So, folks, I'm just sitting here, like, enjoying this so much. And I'm not just saying that. I, I hope, man, our prayer is that you got some of this. Amen. Just re-watch it over and over. And uh, not just because we're on here, but there's some great truth that just came forth right now. And I'm just so proud of our family. And um, that's just some rich stuff. So even right now where you are right now, you know, again, it might be midnight. You might have thought, okay, you know, let me just get on this YouTube thing. I want to speak to you as from, from all of us what they have just shared. Right now in your world, God is what Isaiah 9, 6 says. He is your wonderful counselor right now. Like Hannah said, you need counsel. Do you just cry out to God? He'll give you the proper counsel for whatever you're going through. I shared he's the mighty God, El Gabor. He is your warrior. He is looking out for you. Call upon him. Grab him. He's ready. Mike shared everlasting father. It's always touched my heart when people have not had a good relationship with their dads. And now in Christ, they can have a dad for eternity, never ending, everlasting, lasting forever. Father to you right now. And then, um, like Michael just shared, that was great. Prince of Peace, I think often how many of us need the peace of God in our lives. Like he said, peace with God through Jesus, 
and then the peace of God through the anxious turmoil that's all around us. Man, you can rise above it. You now, now I will say, as we get ready to close in prayer, you do have to press against the crowd to rise into everything we just said. And you say, well, what do you mean press? Just, just go away. Get alone with God. You know, a lot of times for me, family, I get into my car. I make a joke. You don't know how many Winn-Dixie parking lots I've sat in bawling my head off. But I have done that through my journey just because I've needed to get alone with God and say, what is going on in my world? What's happening? And God has met me every time. And I'm going to have us all pray together for you because I want God to become so real to you. What better time than Christmas? What better time to say, Jesus, I need you. I need some help here. And he's going to come in right here through our prayer. So maybe family, would it be corny if we, can we join our hands? Grab my, got my glasses. And uh, we're just going to join hands and uh, maybe just repeat after me. Say, you know, Father God, God. we love you. We We recognize we need you. We need you, you, Jesus. Jesus. Would you please come into our hearts? hearts. Be our Lord and be our Savior. I want a new beginning. I want to know that my forever is in heaven with you. And that happens when I ask you into my heart. Thank you, God, for this Christmas. It is special. And it is new. And I want to live the rest of my days for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Gosh, if you prayed that prayer, please write to us. We'd be so thrilled and honored. And uh, it's really the most important decision you can ever make, honestly, is to get Christ into your heart. He's got a destiny. He's got everything you're ever going to need in him, through him. Amen. So look, I got a couple of announcements before we close out of this special Christmas edition. January 29th for the locals, if you are close by, every year I do a kickoff the new year with Anna Donnie at the Sheridan Hotel in Metairie, Louisiana. January 29th, 7 p.m., no registration. It is free. I got a full-blown band coming. This is a blast. We will kick off our new year. We're getting, my team and I are coming up with some themes that we really believe God has for 2021. Hey, look, 2020 is getting behind us. I promise. And 2021 is right around the corner. Also, um, hey, you know what? I want to tell you, people ask all the time, how do we find your show? We can't get to you at lunchtime. All you have to do, two ways, go to the ministry website, anadonyministries.com. Kristen has it lined up so that you can just say solutions and click it. It'll take you to our YouTube channel. Uh, Facebook Live keeps repeating our show. You can get it that way. Podcast. Man, you want to find us, you'll find us. I promise you we would be honored. We would love for you to hear these shows over and over again. And look, it's end of the year. Uh, we're getting some good visions and dreams of where we'd like to take the show. We could certainly use your help. It's end of the year. We're a 501c3 nonprofit. Perhaps you feel led to support us, tax deductible, and we would be just so honored to have you support us. You go to anadonyministries.com and donate. So anyway, family, thank you all. And um, in the meantime, Merry Christmas to you all and uh, Happy New Year. And we will see you in 2021.